재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 This is Koreascape on TBS EFM 101.3 MHz in Seoul and surrounding areas. Quick little shout out to listener Joey Julian. Sent us a very kind email over the past 24 hours. Said uh, the program helps him out a lot in his life in Korea. And that's exactly what we're aiming to do. Across the board, all of our segments are designed to help people have a richer life in Korea. But particularly... This one, this one that we're doing this morning on Thursdays is called TBS 120. And it's where we listen to your questions, your comments, your emails, and just kind of the word on the street in terms of what people are having difficulties with here in Korea. We want to straighten that out and make it clearer for you. Last week, we started a two-part series on visas. If you're here for any longer than 90 days, to do anything other than sightsee, you're going to need a visa and an alien registration card. So there's a couple of hoops you need to jump through. Our in-studio reporter, Dai Chong, is here to help us look at it. Hey, Dai. Hi. Nice to see you for part two, visas. Where do we start? Let's recap what we talked about last week. I mean, yeah. you've got to get one and you've got to be in touch with the authorities if you're going to be here longer than 90 days. Exactly. So we all need a long-term visa if you want to stay in the country for more oh. than 90 days. And this is the visa that allows you to enter the country two or more times. Yes. Um, multiple entry. Multiple entry. That's one thing you've got to go for. If you're, unless the next time you board a plane, that's the last time you ever hope to see Korea uh, mm-hmm. without going through the process again. Be sure it's multiple entry. Exactly. Mm. And um, the types of stay include diplomacy, official mission status, employment, education, marriage, and many more, which can be found on highkorea.com. Mm-hmm. Uh, KR, sorry. And um, today we'll be just reviewing exactly what it means to be registered as a foreigner and what steps you need to take to get your a- ARC, alien registration card. Okay. <laughs> Nowadays, um, the visa and the card tend to be one and the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, it wasn't too long ago, just a number of years ago, you'd have to get the visa stamped in your passport mm-hmm. and have that to, to show somebody and also the the ARC, the alien registration card, separately. Now they just kind of renew it on the back of your ARC. That is your visa. Mm-hmm. Mm. So uh, you, can, you can get in a little bit of trouble if you don't, if you go like 120 days or something without letting uh, your guton or the immigration department know that you're staying and yeah. letting them know your address. That would be a problem. That's a problem. They're going to charge you the next time they see you, aren't mm-hmm. they? That you'll get penalty penalized for it. Mm-hmm. And actually, if you don't have an ARC, it's almost Im- impossible to get a lot of stuff, like yeah. your phone or your sure. um, housing. Bank accounts, yeah. that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. You can't open certain bank accounts with a passport, but even they are going to want to know that you have an ARC and, exactly. and see the number, right? Mm-hmm. So it's not that tough. It's um, You still go to the immigration department, I believe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so there are different types of applicants for the alien registration card. So I'll just recap over who those people would be. Mm. Um, the basic one, uh, the most common one would be any foreigner who intends to stay in Korea for more than 91 days. And another one would be a Korean who gives up their Korean nationality for a foreign nationality. Okay. Um, also, a Korean-born foreigner who was born in Korea and intends to stay in Korea for more than 91 days need one as well. Um, there are a few exemptions. 
exemptions such as individuals engaged in diplomacy or official missions and a few more but you can check that on highkorea.go.kr there you go if you're if you're a diplomat probably your embassy is is covering you anyway and they've Mm -hmm. got your paperwork all sorted Mm -hmm. out likewise if you're here with some kind of commerce negotiating trade Mm -hmm. mission you're probably well sorted out at a higher level than we're talking about in terms of your visa so for ordinary folks uh right around that 90-day mark, it's a great idea to go in. And mm-hmm. the, the process of getting the card is relatively simple, especially now it's it's all online registration. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. So, But there is a registration period for it. And like I mentioned, for the ones who are staying in Korea for more than 90 days, um, need to get it within the 90 days of entry. You can't go after your 90 days have expired. You have to do it while you have the visa. Uh-huh. Um, okay. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And also for foreigners who receive, to, uh, receive permission of stay, because the, st- the status of stay is a bit different. That is, um, status of stay is for those who have lost a Korean identity. Uh, Korean nationality for foreign nationality or the foreigners who are born in Korea and um, etc. Those people will get a specific date depending on their permit, like um, the receiving their permission to stay. So mm-hmm. their date, the required um, registration period is a bit different from those who are the ordinary people who are trying to get and stay here for a lot more than 90 days. Got it. Mm-hmm. Now, you've been actually talking to some of these people, right? At the, the, the people that set up uh, ARCs and visas. Yeah, I went to the immigration office this week to get a bit of interview bites from them and just um, hear their story, what right. they think about this. Let's hear what they said. I'm Yu Sung Lee, working as an immigration officer at the Seoul Immigration Office. Currently, in order to ease visitors' inconvenience of waiting long time, the Seoul Immigration Office, Sejongno Branch Office, Seoul Thurden Immigration Office, Suwon Immigration Office, Incheon Immigration Office, Ansan Branch Office, and Yangju Immigration Office are fully implementing online reservation system. Therefore, if the visitors make online reservation through High Korea, it will be very convenient. So that's an important point she raised. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a fully online system. Once upon a time, mm-hmm. you used to be able to just walk in, yeah. kind of rock up to these counters, mm-hmm. and then you'd wait for 45 minutes or an hour or something yeah. and you'd get served. Mm-hmm. Nowadays, uh-uh. No. It's fully online. You've got mm-hmm. to make that booking online. Yeah. They couldn't um, enforce it even more. Just when I met them, they were like, uh, many people don't realize that this has been changed, but it's very important to register before you come or else you might not even get anything done before you leave. Like they might yeah. not be able to take you at all because of the fact that you don't have a registration done. And the positive flip side of that is that mm-hmm. if you have an exact reservation, you don't have to blow your whole afternoon at immigration the exactly. way we used to kind of, if you knew you had to go to immigration in the past, you would say, okay, I'm going to bring a good book and I'm going to clear my schedule for about three yeah. hours because mm-hmm. God knows how long I'm going to have to wait. Yeah. With the reservation system, oh, I've got a 215 appointment, bing, they're going to call me right at 215 Yeah. and you can plan it more tightly. Mm-hmm. It's much more efficient. And um, so when you go, as well as having an online reservation, you do need to remember to take certain documents. Uh-huh. And that would be your foreign registration application, passport, a color, for- color photo, and also a fee of 30,000 won. And there are more required documents depending on the specific status of state, which you can also check at highkorea.go.kr. Okay, fairly straightforward. Um, there are certain visas, though, that you need to apply for before you get you get here you can't for example yeah, yeah uh, you can't come here as a tourist and then apply for say a journalist visa or yeah, exactly. a, a correspondent visa 
from within uh, Korea. Yeah. For some reason, I've never quite gotten my head around why they you have to do it from abroad. I, it's just mm-hmm. some sort of procedural thing. But that means, uh, and I, in some cases, it may be from your own country that yeah. you have to do it. Mm-hmm. So you, you can't just do a visa run to Japan or to Thailand and apply yeah. for the visa that you want. Mm-hmm. you got to go all the way back to the U.S. or whatever your country is. Yeah, yeah. wherever you're from. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, as that immigration officer we heard from proves, you've got uh, at least English language capability at most of these offices. You've got Chinese language yeah. capability. Mm-hmm. There are a few more languages that they provide mm-hmm. for the consultation and they do have volunteers yeah. um, and that can help you out with your native language, but we can hear what um, languages they use through the interview I got. Okay, let's roll that. Normally, the consultation is available in English and Korean. However, we have recruited immigration officers who can speak special languages such as Chinese, Vietnamese, Thai, Russian, Mongolian, Indonesian, and Arabic. Also, we have volunteers who can speak other special languages. Therefore, there are no linguistic barriers. Yeah, and uh, some of these departments, uh, the one I used to go to in Mukdong, they've got a whole floor to deal with mm-hmm. Chinese affairs. Yeah. Uh, there are just a, a huge number of Chinese students and Chinese mm-hmm. uh, workers and so forth coming over here for extended stays that they've got a whole floor for it. That's an impressive range of mm-hmm. languages, though. Yeah. It gives you a snapshot of how many people are flowing into Korea to do yeah. different things. <laughs> mm-hmm. Arabic. Uh, Indonesian, Bahasa Indonesia, and so on. Mm -hmm. Um, Let's see. So, the ARC, have we covered everything that we need on the ARC? We've got to, Um, when when you get that, you've got to what? let them know what details. Yeah. So, as well as it is important to get your ARC upon your arrival, it is also very important to return your ARC when you are leaving the country for Uh, good. Uh-huh. That almost happens by default at the airport. Assuming mm-hmm. you're yeah. leaving, uh, they'll notice that your visa is up, and they just won't even ask you. They'll usually just keep it. Yeah, and sometimes. But um, if you're just simply leaving the country, it's that simple. But if it, if you go into details, whereas you're a foreign nationality and you just gained a Korean nationality, you need to turn it in as well. And that is within 14 days of your um, acquisition of the Korean nationality and upon death as well. And there are a lot of more details that are regarding the ARC that you can check out at the website, highkorea.co.kr. The bottom line being that the government does not want these ARCs just kind of floating around out there. Mm-hmm. Excess ARCs in the bottom of your uh, bedroom drawer Yeah, because they could be abused. You know, mm-hmm. they're, they are uh, sort of magnificent cards and they they could be used for kind of falsification and stuff mm-hmm. like that so yeah your ARC within uh, your 90-day period uh, mm-hmm. of uh, of the initial visa um, what if your if your stay period uh, expires overstays that's that's a big uh, it's not oh yeah so if your stay period is soon to be expired but you're not ready to leave the country yet um, you can extend your stay for 30 days as long as you turn in the required documents such as your air ticket with a specific departure date this is very important as well as your ARC and passport and you do need to apply before the expiration date comes along in the vast majority of cases it's going to be your employer that backs you and sponsors you for a specific kind of visa yeah the other Two, I guess, would be the marriage visa. Mm-hmm. If you are Kyopo, Korean, yeah. ethnically Korean, you can get a special visa to stay yeah, those here. those are a bit different. And then there's the big brass ring, a couple of these F visas. Mm-hmm. There's a whole series of 
hoops you got to jump through mm-hmm. and we could almost devote another episode to that uh, where you know you've got to go through an acculturation program and have mm-hmm. Korean proficiency and then be here for a certain amount of time yeah. it is really the brass ring though because you can do almost anything you want that's our little chat on visas Dahi thank you very much for coming in today thank you and Korea Escape returns with people in Seoul right after this mm-hmm.